Good, good, good. <clears throat> Rolling titles. <clears throat> Welcome, everyone, to the FBL Juice Roundup Show! <laughs> oh, okay. Welcome, everyone, to the FBL Juice Roundup Show! On today's show, we have the three green arrows and three red arrows of the weekend... My Game Week 4 team, a drill down onto a real special player, a fixture preview for Game Week 5, my Game Week 5 plans, and a captaincy metric from FPL GOAT. So this Game Week 4, the focus was just on one player who scored a brace, and it was Reynaldo! Oh, that was beautiful. You know what? You've got to play that one more time. Oh, mate, what balance and poise. Ray, you are a legend, mate. You're showing CR7 how it's done. Another thing that caught my eye this past weekend was just before the Everton-Burnley game kicked off. Now, I was scrolling on BBC Text because I don't get paid enough to have Sky Sports. And as this is a family-friendly show, we don't do illegal streaming. So as I was going through the messages, they did an interview with James Tarkovsky half an hour before the game. Now, he was talking about Burnley needing to focus on small details to improve their performances and results, and then went on to speak about how it's going to be tough playing against DCL. Did nobody tell him that he wasn't playing that night? I think he needs to look, relook at those small details, mate. Right, let's do our three green arrows of the weekend. Number three, Odison Edouard. He scored the fastest goal on debut in the Premier League, coming on to score after just... 28 seconds. Number two, Mo Salah. He became the fifth fastest player to reach 100 Premier League goals. And number one, Arsenal won their first Premier League game of the season. Yeah, all right, all right. Pipe down, yeah? You know what I mean? It's only Norwich. Right, on to the three... Right, on to the three red arrows. Number three, Liverpool's win at Leeds was marred by the terrible injury to Harvey Elliott. Hopefully he'll get better soon. Number two, Spurs suffered a 3-0 defeat to Crystal Palace. Now this was the first time in Harry Kane's career that he's not managed to have a shot or a touch in the opposite... opposite ah! It's because it skipped. Number two, Spurs suffered a 3-0 defeat to Crystal Palace. Now, this is the first time in his career that Harry Kane managed to neither have a shot or a touch in the opposition penalty area after 90 minutes. And number one, poor Freddie Woodman. Now, Ronaldo scored a brace, but he gifted both goals, spilling a shot into the striker's path and then failing to close his legs as Ronaldo scored. It was another f- action-packed weekend of football, and it's great to have some players that we talked about doing really well. Connor Gallagher, we picked him out last week on the show. 
He was highlighted by a Palace juicer, FPL Eze, and he ran the game against Spurs, providing two assists. A clean sheet for Nelson Semedo. Again, our Wolves juicer, the FPL very differential, picked him out of all the defenders, and he could have had more if he had taken his chances. And Everton keep rolling on. I mean, Benitez is looking at home at Goodison Park. What a goal from Townsend, and he's grey, the new Lingard. Here's a stat from FPL GOAT. Damari Gray has a 100% shot-on-target conversion rate. The Premier League average is 15%. The boy can't stop scoring. I mean, even our Everton juicer is happy. Yeah, well, sort of. Anyway, on to my game week 14. I got a healthy 76 points. Pretty happy with that, considering Antonio got a red card and DCL didn't play. So Sanchez got me six, Rudiger safe six, Semedo six, it could have been more. He had two one-on-one with those keepers and he still can't find his shooting boots. Trent, a healthy 12. Jota only got me three, but God, if Mane had scored more, he had the most shots of any player in a game that weekend and he only managed to score one goal. Greenwood got me an assist at five, Traore three, Salah eight, Allen, who came in for DCL 2. Antonio, that red card, got me a minus 1. And my captain, Lukaku, got me 26 points. Now, I've got decisions to make on who to replace DCL with. But let's take a pause and talk about a special player who reached the 100-goal mark at the weekend. Yes, Mo Salah. Right, I know people can say I'm biased because I'm a Liverpool fan, but it's my show, so I can talk about what I want. So... Deal with it. The fifth fastest player to reach 100 goals in 162 games. And ahead of him are strikers Thierry Henry, Sergio Aguero, Harry Kane and Alan Shearer. Let's break down his numbers further. His 100 goals are broken down with 86 with his left foot, 12 with his right and 6 with his head. Six have been outside the box and 94 have been inside the box, a true poacher. 14 of his goals have been penalties, and the players who have assisted him the most, Firmino 11, Mane 10, and Robertson 8. Now, the teams he scored most against are West Ham 9 and Watford 8, so watch out for those fixtures. He's a bona fide Liverpool legend. Right, game week 5 fixtures, let's have a look at them. So Friday night, we've got Newcastle v Leeds. The two worst defences in the league go head-to-head. I think there's going to be goals in this game. I mean, Newcastle have the highest AVG in the league. Admittedly, most of those goals have been against them. Now, I'm going for a 3-2 Leeds win. Wolves v Brentford is the early kickoff on Saturday. Now, this is interesting. Wolves had the most big chances of the weekend against Brentford. That and... Ah, go back to that.
Right. Now, the early kickoff on Saturday, Wolvesbury-Brentford. Now, this is an interesting game. Wolves had the most big chances over the weekend, and they're going to come up against a Brentford team that has the best XGA at 0.6 away from home. I think this could be a tight game, but I'm going to go 1-0 for Wolves. Burnley v Arsenal. Arsenal had the most shots at the weekend. Now, admittedly, it took them 30 shots to get one goal, so that doesn't really fill me with confidence. I'm going for a 1-1 here. Liverpool v Crystal Palace. Liverpool have the best XG of 2.65 at home. I think an easy 3-0 win here. Man City v Southampton. Now, Man City have the best home XGA, so it's highly likely Man City defence will keep a clean sheet. I don't think Southampton stand a chance. I'm going for a 3-0 for Man City. Now, Norwich v Watford. (laughs) Norwich have the worst XG and the worst XGA, which doesn't really bode well for Norwich assets. But they have looked better defensively in the last two games. I think this is a good game for them. I'm hoping they can sneak a win against Watford. I'm going to go for a 2-1 Norwich victory. Aston Villa-Everton rounds up the Saturday fixtures with the evening kickoff at 5.30. Now, this is a tricky fixture to call. Villa looked good against Chelsea and should have scored. Everton are flying as well. I can see goals in this game, so I'm going to go for a 2 all draw. Now, on to the Sunday fixtures. Brighton v Leicester. Now, Brighton are very difficult to be at home. That 2-0 defeat they had against Everton in game week three was the first time they've lost a game by a two-goal margin. Ah, I'm going to go back to one. On to the Sunday fixtures. Brighton v Leicester. Now, Brighton are difficult to be at home. That 2-0 defeat they had to Everton in game week three was the first time they've lost at home by a two-goal margin since March. Leicester have got a really good record at the Amex. They've played... Um, 13 matches and only lost three of them. So I think they might sneak a win here. So I'm going to go for a 2-1 victory to Leicester. West Ham, Man United. United need to bounce back after that loss to Young Boys. But I think West Ham are going to be really difficult to break. It'd be quite interesting to see who they play up front, whether it be Yarmolenko or Bowen. But I think United will just about manage to win. I'm going for a 2 win. I'm going for a 2-1 United win. Spurs v Chelsea, the final game of the weekend. Spurs are really struggling with injuries. Romero, Sanchez and Lo Celso come back on Saturday. Dyer Son are struggling. So I think Chelsea will win this 2-0. My game week 5 team currently looks like this. I've got Sanchez in goal, Rudiger, Trent, Semedo and Brandon Williams at the back. I've got Greenwood, Jota, Traore and Salah captain. And now I've got a DCL and Lukaku up front. So I'm on the look for a DCL replacement. Now, currently, I'm thinking about Patrick Bamford. He's 7.9 and he's got a great run of fixtures up to game week 10. Now, my only concern with Patrick Bamford is that he was caught saying that his hamstring is pinging just before he went on to speak to a BBC reporter. So my advice will be, wait for the press conference on Friday. And Bielsa is pretty transparent on Leeds team news. The other option would be Jimenez, but I don't want three Wolf assets. So could there be a wild card pick? Now, I keep looking at this Newcastle Leeds fixture. And another player who's caught my eye is Alan St. Maximin. 6.5, he's got one goal and two assists so far. 
And, you know, watching that United-Newcastle game, he did scare the life out of the United defence. He's unpredictable. But if Newcastle are going to score, he's going to be playing a hand in most of the goals that they have. So, is he worth it? Let's hear from our Newcastle juicer, Matt. Thanks, Matt. I think he's worth considering. It's a risk, but it could really pay off. And finally, if you're always undecided on captaining each week and need a little guidance, then we have a captaincy metric from FPL GOAT up until game week 18. This is your captaincy bible. That's all from me on today's show. Catch up on the FBL Juice live show this week on our YouTube channel, Sylvain Kiltord. And also the latest juice bar for some lively chat with our juicers. Subscribe to the show if you want. Um, it doesn't really bother me because I get paid anyway. Uh, no, I'm only joking. Please subscribe to the show. It really helps us out. Uh, you'll get a big hug from Ash, a free haircut from Nick. So please, please help us. And I'll see you next week for Game Week 6.